I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Mike Yasudas, Chief Technology Officer of SunTech. We've been polishing our crystal ball. We're moving into a new year. 2022 looms very shortly ahead of us. What are the key priorities for banks as you look forward, Mike? 2022 is going to be the year that would probably define how banks would actually emerge out of the pandemic-induced problems. And I, I use the word problems uh, because they're not technically uh, in the, the recession kind of ones. And 2022 would be the year where things will change, move more and more closer into the digital world. And in 2020 and 2021, for example, we did a giant experiment. We, The whole world decided to stay home and said, Let's buy everything online. Let's do everything online, right? We're not going out. That experiment would have benefited banks even more had the transformation in technology done much earlier. But 2022 is it. That's that's when they have to make or break it. If they don't, they lose out. Yes. Well, we're looking at institutions that have embraced digitization, but I'm seeing that you don't believe they have the intelligence to match that. What do you actually mean? <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't mean it that in that, that sense. You see, intelligence today comes from experience, and experience comes from data. And data is something that is so valuable. Now, that's the new fuel that runs in, through the entire financial system. Indeed, one of the problems that we have in the banking sector is, is, is quite rich with data. But we don't seem to be using even a fraction of it. It's it's leaking, and the data is never going to be li- really leveraged. So we need we need the the data to be used in a way that is useful and that can be leveraged and that can be bent into ways that you haven't seen before. In the past, what we did with data was we said, okay, here is a simple statistical model. Let's actually make sure that we create a, a, a certain way of doing things. And then we moved on, right? But in the future, that's not how data is going to be used because finance is basically the science that runs through everything that people do in terms of value exchange. If we are not going to be leveraging the data for that, we are not going to be intelligent, really. So my point was essentially around that. It's not so much a case, perhaps, of the banks not knowing what they know, but they're not using what they know at the moment. If you look at all the trends about who is wanted in the market, and if you just go by the skills, you will see that AI is at the very top of the list, and then data analytics comes uh, quite close, and then software engineering comes behind and all that. But we miss a very simple thing, you know, data engineering, the basic plumbing of finding the data, exploring the data estate. I call that the data estate, basically finding out what type of data do you really have, and then finding out the gaps in your data estate so that you can at least start farming that data into something actually very useful and grow with it in in some sense. That's actually the next thing uh, for the banks. Is it the case then that as far as AI is concerned, 
some people are seeing it as a life belt and they are furiously trying to cling to it or swim towards it to cling onto it, but they still haven't quite got to grips with exactly what it is and what it means for the institution and what it actually can do for them and what it won't do for them if they don't get the data analytics right. In terms of trying to jump onto the AI boat, right? Everybody is trying to do that, right? But not getting in with real data with you, right? It's it's like it's it's something like you're trying to make a journey with only one pair of clothes. You just really have the current data. You don't have the you don't have your your your, your luggage that you need to enjoy your trip. Really, data is something like that. You you you're not even packing up the data because you're not looking for anything. You're thinking that hey, I've got a free ticket. I'm I'm going to take a plane and go someplace. But uh, that's not going to be a very enjoyable vacation, to be to be very honest. And that's the same way in which everybody is jumping on the bandwagon, not realizing. Hey, let me actually see where, where I have got data and let me see how I can extract that data. Because extraction of data itself is, is hard as it is, right? And plumbing the data and making sure it's useful. And then we can talk about the analytics, the construction of the models, and then eventually intelligence onto it. So the base of it is not ready today, not yet in 2021 as I see it. And do you think that's going to change in 2022 or are we going to see people hit potholes in the road, as it were? What we will probably see, it's, it's my, guess, my guess is, is just looking into the crystal ball. What I think is that some very big players may miss this basic aspect of data collection, data extraction, data plumbing. And some of the small ones would actually make that work because they focused more on the data collection, basic everyday aspect. And you know, you know something, Robin, data collection and data plumbing is not glamorous work. AI work is, right? And uh, you know, I, I myself come from uh, an AI background, but but you know, having worked there for many years, I realized that you know, yeah, you it's like when I was a kid, I would go out in the you know in the in, in to, to play cricket. You know, in, in those days, we 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 did play cricket, and so some some bully would say, hey, you know, you go get the bat, you get the wickets, you keep the uh, wickets, and then I'll uh, you know you bowl and I'll bat, right? So basically, you get everything. That's how we tell people, oh, you go get all the data, and I'll tell you the intelligence. The the trouble is, I don't know what I've got. So helping the, the, the customers, helping the banks know what sort of data they have and what sort of data is really useful. It's like an antique uh, show that's going on, and you don't know what's valuable, really. That's The other big issue, of course, is that banks are not sitting on their own anymore. They're not a rock. They're not an island. I'm quoting Simon and Garfunkel, for heaven's sake. They have to engage with an ecosystem. This is another big issue, I think, as we look forward. Banks have to, banks these days, they've made multiple attempts to hire everybody in the universe to see whether they can just, just move on. But sometimes you have these smaller players, you know, who are small because uh, who, who are nimble because they are really small and they operate off of smaller shoestring budgets. 
And they figure out the actual failure layers and they come up with the tools that are necessary to, to tighten these scores. So the ecosystem in which a bank, especially bigger banks, actually are plugged in, that actually decides how the future would be for them, whether they are going to grow further or they start the, you know, the, the leveling and then eventual decline that would happen. So ecosystem would be full of financial technology players, and they're usually smaller ones. Uh, that's how it turns out. These are people and their services, their APIs, that banks have got to be able to engage with, because apart from anything else, if they don't, somebody else will, and somebody else will gain the flexibility and gain the traction that they'll miss out on. Today, in 2021, uh, mostly everybody in the finance industry is sitting pretty rosy because uh, we had 2020 where we all sat at home, as I said, and then governments decided to bail us out in, in many various different ways. So everybody had money, and the only way in which you could spend money was through digital means, almost. So that actually kind of propelled a lot of the industry's growth. But 2022 is going to be different. Uh, it has its digital elements, but it also has the regular, uh, the normal life that is coming back, uh, all the Omicron and all the other things notwithstanding. Uh, you know, we, we expect 2022 to be a more, much more normal year. We, we said this a year ago too, by the way. But, uh, but my expectation is really that uh, 2022 would be a, a far better year. And history shows that Every time a, a, an event like a pandemic or anything has actually hit us in two, three years, we have come out, you know, world economy has come out and we always have grown stronger. And in this case, this time we are going to come out with artificial intelligence as the key driver for it and data being the fuel that drives it. And you need to get to that data. It's digging, it's mining. Yeah, and that's much more important at the moment. Finally, there's one phrase I'd like to ask you about. Perhaps you, you've described partly how it, it's going to be, and that's predictive intelligence. What's predictive intelligence going to do for the banks and do to address any potential weaknesses? Predictive intelligence in the most obvious sense. It simply means looking at someone or some entity and finding out what's going to happen happen next, especially with respect to their own um, past history. But often, you know, the, the reason why I'm not fully sold on the predictive intelligence part of it is because I'm, m my belief is that very often looking at the, you know, AI is a bit looking in the rear view mirror and deciding how it's going to go forward. Abrupt events like what has happened now actually upsets the entire data chain of things that are actually out there. So, for example, in 2022, modeling for data is much harder. So prediction is much more difficult. So it's not going to be easy, but working with AI and working with data that's properly been prepared for AI is going to be the way forward. That is absolutely correct, 100%, Robin. So you need to prepare the data for AI and that's what you're looking for. It's like you're looking for the nuggets. You're not looking for the for the stones and the rocks. You're actually looking for little gold nuggets. And that's what matters. Thank you very much, Mike Yasudas, Chief Technology Officer of Suntech.